0: Welcome to the Retirement Oasis, a podcast that helps you enjoy, plan, and visualize a retirement lifestyle defined by you. Your hosts and fiduciary financial planners, Mel Bond and Steve Martin, are here to offer wisdom and encouragement along with financial and lifestyle ideas for your journey into the best season of life. And now at the helm today, your hosts, Mel Bond and Steve Martin.
1: I'm here once again with the other half of the retirement crew, Mel Bond. Hey, Steve, how's it going today? Super. And in this episode, Mel, we'll continue our discussion about developing an ideal retirement and focus on keys to finding well-being in retirement and discuss what adopting the right mindset means to find fulfillment. So the overarching theme of these past two episodes, the previous one and today, is that retirement looks quite different today. Uh, we talked about the three facts about retirement planning, and we put forth a definition about what overall well-being looks like in retirement. We are living longer, and we have much better health in retirement, and thus we have many more years in retirement than, of course, what our grandparents had. This third act of our life can be an amazing period, and we have to plan more thoroughly. There's a lot more opportunity But there's a lot more complexity. We're living longer, and the finances and tax situation is that much more complex. We also talked about the three components. Mel, do you remember what the three components of well being and retirement are? Um, I do. Yes, I was taking notes. The
2: three components of well being and retirement are the financial component, the health component, and the inner well being component or the fulfillment component. So before we get to the fulfillment component, we need to have the foundation laid with our finances. So that's making sure that we have enough for our our goals. And we need to have the structure of our health component, meaning our definition of a fulfilled life should be in line with what our health will allow us to do. And once we have the foundation and the structure in place, then we can build out the rest of our retirement house by focusing on our inner well-being or fulfillment.
1: It will cover more details about the categories of fulfillment in future episodes. As a reminder, these include play and leisure, uh, connections to friends and family, uh, renewal, whether it's mind, body, or spirit, as well as work, whether it's paid or non-paid, it's a lot of fun and exciting things to cover in those different categories. And Again, we'll touch on those in future episodes. But for today, we're going to talk about encouragement for defining your fulfilled life in retirement. We'll touch on about 10 different uh, encouragement themes. We're also going to talk about adopting the right mindset for retirement.
2: Yeah, you know, Steve, you and I have talked to a lot of prospects and clients uh, about retirement. And, um, you know, done a lot of reading and studying on this area. And, you know, when we're thinking about making a change in our life or starting something new, sometimes our, our self-talk can be less than helpful. I remember one of my children came home from school one day and she had some rubber bands and she gave or put a rubber band on uh, each of our wrists. And I, we were like, well, what's the rubber band for? And she said, well, when you are hearing yourself talk and it's negative, you need to take the rubber band and pop yourself to remind you not, nice. not to uh, like use this negative self-talk. So along those lines, we want to give you some encouragement around the idea of defining your fulfilling uh, fulfillment in, in retirement. So I'll get us started. Encouragement number one. It's never too early or too late to begin thinking about the ideal retirement. The sweet spot to begin thinking about these retirement issues uh, in a a very uh, specific manner might be when you're about, say, 10 to 15 years from retirement. Not only should you consider certain wealth-enhancing strategies as you approach retirement, but you need to understand the lifestyle choices and the associated financial trade-offs that those create for you. It's also helpful to think through these issues since it might prod you to redesign your career or your life, even pre-retirement. And it may help you to figure out if you need to make some adjustments, financial and non-financial, in order to reach that ideal retirement.
1: And to continue that theme, the encouragement number two, It's never too early to begin thinking about retirement because you want to strike the right balance between living for today and living for tomorrow. And some decisions, of course, some retirement decisions are a little bit more time sensitive or more pressing the closer you are to retirement. This does not mean that you should not begin thinking about those retirement issues in your 30s or maybe even in your 20s, since much of financial planning that we work with our clients on, especially is life planning and making decisions about a, what a fulfilled retirement looks like that will also impact your decisions on how to improve your life today, as you alluded to earlier. And it's just as relevant to those in their early years compared to those in retirement. So being intentional about getting financially secure, you know, having good health. And living a fulfilled life is is important at any age and striking the right balance of, again, living for today versus tomorrow, especially important in the early years and those decisions that you make today could probably have an even bigger impact because the more time you have on your side, the more of an impact you can make in the early years.
2: Yeah, you know, when you talk about it's never too early, I think about the FIRE movement, the financial independence, retire early. It's never too early to make adjustments and think about retiring. So I'll bring encouragement number three, it's never too late, right? We've covered it's never too early. Now, let's say it's never too late. You can always make adjustments in retirement. When you're making these decisions, you know they are your decisions. And while some decisions have uh, longer ramifications than others, we can still be intentional about the changes we want to make in our life. Even if you're already retired, it's never too late to take a step back and reassess what retirement is for you. Just as many of you made, you know, mid-career transitions or whether that was a decision you made or whether it was forced upon you, you made them. You made those decisions and adjusted your life accordingly, you can also make adjustments mid-retirement. In fact, this could be easier to do in retirement than it was in the middle of your career, and you could have more motivation to make these changes because you've got a clearer idea of what may or might may not be working for you. So if you're stuck in a rut, you can get out and put another, you know, spring in your step and some vitality and what sparkle in your eye with the right mindset and and a change in activity.
1: And speaking of changes, that's encouragement number four. In retirement, as in life, we go through seasons. It's important to note that our activities and views of retirement will change over time, whether we develop different interests or life changes. You know, we may be forced to make changes due to either health or relationships or some other factors. And it goes towards to the resiliency, which we'll touch on a little bit later, But that also goes towards the notion that we should not worry about living just one type of retirement or focus on just one static set of activities. And we don't need to be worrying about making mistakes on some of the things we do in retirement because we have hopefully many years of retirement. We should be flexible in retirement, but it also suggests that retirement should involve some experimentation, right? We can experiment with different activities to figure out what we do like. And that's not to say that, We should just throw things on the wall and not plan. Again, we need to spend the appropriate amount of time looking inward, as we talked about on the previous episode. But it is hard to nail down exactly what our ideal retirement looks like at the outset of retirement, because it's a season of life we've really never been in.
2: Yeah, that's true. Encouragement number five is to be open to new opportunities in retirement. It's important to be open to new opportunities because you are in a new season of life. And in that season or that third act, you may discover a gift that you didn't know you had. You may find a new person or a group of people in your life it brings you joy and happiness and exposes you to some new ideas and activities, technology, and it's rapid evolution. It, and it sits, you know, in, in our hands on our, on our phones Take, and on the, the desktop computer, technology can change some things for you and bring opportunities to you that you were not aware of before. So regardless of what you're planning, retirement is a journey. And along that journey are some unknown twists and turns. And we need to keep our head up and look for those new opportunities that may be right there next to us.
1: Absolutely. And the encouragement number six, your retirement is unique to you. It goes without saying, but it's a very important point because too often we go to that next stage in life going with the status quo, right? Just as we may have gotten caught up in living the same type of lifestyle as our neighbors or relatives during our working years, we may very well be bound to repeat that in our retirement years. You know, are we planning to do in retirement what our parents did? Because it seemed that's what retirement should be. Are we following exactly what an older sibling or a neighbor is doing? Because that just seems natural. So we're heavily influenced by what we're seeing others do, and they may just be following the status quo. So we need to take a step back as we talked about and look at what that unique retirement is for you. And we're not just influenced by friends or family, right? In today's consumer age, obviously, all the, the marketing firms do a great job of telling us how we should live. And especially during retirement, that constant message of what retirement should look like for us may not be what we truly want. John Nelson, again, the, the author of What Colors Your Parachute in Retirement, he put it well by saying that we need to live alignment with our core values uh, so that at the end of the day, after retirement is all said and done, we can say that. I lived a wonderful life and I did a good job. Um, So it's your life. It's the encore stage can be a great period, but it really should be crafted in a way that is unique to you. And
2: speaking of being unique to you, encouragement number seven is to know yourself. Later, we're going to argue that we don't need our past to limit us. But at that time, we'll be talking about negative past experiences and events that sometimes we let define us. But right now, we're going to say that the past can be important in understanding who we are. By looking back at our life journey so far, we can understand our strengths and sometimes have a clearer perspective on those strengths and the things that we are passionate about. We're becoming more aware of things that may have kind of stirred us up and motivated us in the past. And that can give us some insight into what might likely stir us up and motivate us in the future. So by revisiting our past in in this manner, we can better understand our gifts and our calling during our retirement years. This can take a more practical perspective and require that you look at your strengths and weaknesses, as well as your education and skills. You can ask yourself other questions, such as what would get you to spring out of bed in the morning? Are you constantly seeking more information about that topic? When you see others doing a certain thing, do you look at them with interest and want to talk to them about it? Do you kind of lose track of time when doing or thinking certain things? At a deeper level, determining what we enjoy requires us to listen to the sounds of our souls, Another phrase that's kind of popular now is having self-awareness. And that is
1: key to encouragement number seven, knowing yourself. Very important point. Encouragement number eight, variety is the spice of life. And that certainly does apply in retirement. It's good to experiment with different activities, as we've said, but again, there's a whole host of different activities that we can pursue in retirement. And research says that doing a variety of activities and and engaging in a variety of different pursuits can bring fulfillment just because of the variety of loan. So don't be afraid to mix things up in retirement.
2: Encouragement number nine, dream and visualize. Getting to a fulfilled life does you know, involve using your gifts, moving forward with our calling. But action is not going to happen unless we visualize and dream about where we want to be going with that action. There's various mechanisms experts have recommended to to use when you're dreaming and planning. Some have said to imagine an ideal day or an ideal year and describe that. Others have said to write a play or outline a play about your future retirement. And don't hold back on that, right? Plays are supposed to be somewhat imaginary, so you can just dream and just take that play in whatever direction you want to go. You can always scale back or adjust these dreams as you've written them down, but don't be afraid to explore and get yourself in different places where you can sit down with a blank piece
1: of paper and start writing. Absolutely. And yeah, we'll look at more of those exploration exercises in future episodes. But one thing on that about dreaming, you've got to be aware of, and that's encouragement number 10, is don't let fear get in the way of your dreams. Many of us don't take action to our dreams because of a certain amount of fear or certain types of fear. The only way to overcome fear is to take action. And let's look at some of these fears as retirement coach, Larry Jacobson, in one of his books, he talked about a few of the fears and I'll just touch on some of those here. One was the fear of losing what you have and the fear of losing who you are. And we hear about that a lot for those that retire, right? They lose their identity uh, or they fear that they're going to lose certain aspects in retirement. So they really don't change. They don't grow in retirement. They don't want to give up that old identity by adopting a new identity. And that can get in the way of fulfilling their uncovered dreams or their unfulfilled dreams. So you got to be aware of those fears. Some other fears that kind of go hand in hand fear of not knowing what you want, fear of commitment and the fear of making decisions. Those are somewhat interrelated, but I've seen that in retirement too. Sometimes we have so many different decisions, we can overanalyze it too much and not take action, or we're concerned about taking one action because that'll prevent us from taking another action, right? If we want to maybe live in Washington, but also would like to live in San Diego or Phoenix, if we decide to live in one of those areas, well, it prevents us maybe from living in those other areas during that period of time. And that's true, but that doesn't mean that dream should go by the wayside. Overcome that fear of commitment and pursue one of those dreams.
2: Well, we hope you found encouragement in our list of 10 encouragements. Speaking of being aware of our self-talk, another key to finding fulfillment in retirement is adopting the right attitude and mindset as we approach and live out our retirement years. So if I put a group of people in front of you and some of them had the best financial resources, some of them had the best health. some of them had the best family, some had the best looks, and some had the best attitude, which one would you choose that you think will be successful in retirement? I think the answer is the same as if we were looking at this group of people when you were in high school. It's the people with the best attitude every day that overcome challenges, grow, and make the most of their lives. So there are a number of mental frameworks we should adhere to in living out our retirement years. The first one is to put the past behind us. We talked about past just a few minutes ago. We don't have to live in the past as we head into retirement. It's good to understand our past since it helps us make sense of our strengths and things that motivate us, but it's also important to not let the past shape our future. Most studies show that it's our attitudes toward past events and not the events themselves that have a bigger impact. As author Tim Brown said in his book, Redirect, Changing the Stories We Live By, we can reframe our past narratives in a way that will lead to more hope and optimism for the future. I think it's also interesting, a little side note here, that when people are asked about events in their past and they tell what happened, it's they're often wrong. There are parts of their memories that they're remembering stuff that didn't really happen. As a society, we tend to have this notion that as we approach retirement, we already are who we are and that we can't change that. We think that all of the things that have happened to us up to that point define us. This is exactly the wrong attitude to have because it's so untrue. We're reading more research that tells us we can remap our brains by adopting new attitudes and building new habits. Retirees can still grow and adapt and make a meaningful impact. It's not too late for the
1: retiree to embrace their future and live for today. You know, another mindset that we need to have and goes along with what you were saying, Mel, is adopting a growth mindset. Certainly matters in retirement. A growth mindset is where we believe we can improve our abilities and that can make a huge difference in our level of success. The opposite of a growth mindset is a fixed mindset. And those individuals believe that they can't learn and grow. And even more importantly, for those nearing or in retirement, we can shift our mindsets to develop a growth mindset. Even if we've had a fixed mindset in the past, we can change. We can begin to develop a growth mindset. And that will ultimately allow us to have a more fulfilling retirement. And so again, got to avoid telling ourselves stories that are limiting. Wow, that's good. So another mindset for
2: us to have, you may have heard it stated as resiliency. It's having the right mental attitude despite setbacks. When we visualize our ideal retirement, we generally think about all the positive aspects of retirement and envision all bliss and happiness. The reality is there's going to be ups and downs despite our best planning. I know we kept saying throughout this episode that this can be the best time of our lives. And our mantra was that the world is our oyster. However, reality can hit us in the face and knock us down. We may develop health issues, go through a relationship crisis or even a divorce, lose a loved one, have a financial setback. In retirement, we're not immune to setbacks. However, just as we said earlier about our past, our attitude toward events will often be more important than the events themselves. This is not to say that some of the life events we experience in retirement can seem devastating. Indeed, they can be. Nevertheless, by understanding that these life events are often a normal part of this season of life that we're in, it can help us bounce back from those events and still live life with hope and fulfillment, even though we might have to redefine those terms.
1: You talked about changes that we might experience in retirement, and those might be changes that impact us directly, but there may be changes in society that need to be adaptable. And that's the mindset that I want to talk about the pace of change in today's age, it seems to continually accelerate. And those nearing retirement, they've seen a lot of changes throughout their lifetime. And they may hit the point that Dr. Richard Johnson, he talks about the change saturation syndrome. They've seen so many changes by the time they hit retirement, they're just ready to hit the pause button and not be adaptable to societal changes. And that doesn't mean that we need to change our values. Certainly our values should stay pretty consistent, but we need to be adaptable to whether it's technology change or other changes in society that'll help us get along with others and allow us to grow and take advantage of some of these great changes that will take place. Yeah, I'm thinking about something recently in my
2: life. My adult children said, hey, everybody, put this app Marco Polo on your phones and we're going to use it to communicate. And I thought, you know, I have so many different ways of communicating. Why do I need another app like this? It's video. I don't know. And now it's like my favorite thing to do is to send a short little video to the family group. It's so much fun. And that's a great Uh, way
1: to stay connected. That's so important. Oh yeah,
2: it really is. So another mindset I think that's important is to adhere to this motto that age is only a number. And as I talk through this, I'm going to give you another motto to go with that. Don't let the old man in. It's important not to be defined by your age. If you look at yourself, Through the lens of your chronological age, you're going to be tempted to fall back into the traditional role of retirement. You may set artificial boundaries on on what you're able to do. But today, the biological age is more relevant than the chronological age. We've kind of mentioned this. Today's 70, might be yesterday's 60. This focus on your biological age will also have the added benefit of redirecting your focus from something you can't change, your chronological age, to something you can have some effect on, your health. I like how author Richard Johnson explains that we should strive to become ageless and approach the concept of youthfulness or an attitude of vitality, freshness, and honesty that brings color, life, and love to a person. And recently, a good friend introduced me to a quote from Clint Eastwood that really inspired me. Don't let the old man in. And I encourage you to, uh, if you're interested, look up the story of how country musician Toby Keith heard Clint Eastwood at age 88 playing golf, use this phrase and talk about a movie that he was getting ready to go start. And Toby Keith was inspired to take that phrase, don't let the old man in and turn it into a song. It's a great story and drives this, this phrase in that thanks to a college friend, I'm now living by. Don't let the old man in. Another way to put that is, What if you didn't have a birth certificate and you didn't know how old you are? Just keep moving, planning, doing. Even if our biological age is considered past our prime and we do slow down, there's a certain attitude that we can develop to live a fulfilled life, even in our later years. It can be an attitude of gratitude of our life and appreciation of our present life more than we've had before. For those of you of faith or have a sense of a higher power, it can be a, a really wonderful time. It can allow you to not be too anxious
1: about growing old. Great, Mel. Thank you so much for that. And I'll just conclude and summarizing the previous previous episode and today's episode, we talked about how retirement is truly unique to us. We've got to plan ahead because retirement can be quite long, but some of the areas of activities that we're gonna talk about in the future that are very important to strike that balance between play and leisure, connecting with friends, renewal of the mind, body, and spirit, and working, whether it's paid or non-paid. We've gotta plan ahead with those activities to find what fits our DNA the best. At a minimum, I would say 10 to 15 years, really start to think about some of these lifestyle issues. If you can think about them even earlier, the better, but in retirement, we've gotta be nimble. There's gonna be changes, there's gonna be setbacks, We've got to have the right mindset to overcome some of those setbacks. But having the right attitude is key. Having a positive mindset, it'll allow us to discard the past baggage and look at retirement with more hope and optimism because it can be a new day for us. So we want to thank you for joining today at the Retirement Oasis. For more information, you could go to theretirementoasis.com. You can find links to additional resources. If you need more guidance and encouragement on your financial planning, feel free to reach out to us here at the Oasis. You can go to our website, oasiswealthplanning.com. You can schedule a call or shoot Mel or I an email as you desire. And if you liked what you heard, our our biggest request is to go to your favorite podcast platform, leave a rating and review. We'd love to share it with more people, and the more reviews that we get will provide more encouragement for others to listen to it. So until next time, we wish you clarity, confidence, and cheer on the way to your retirement oasis.
0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Retirement Oasis podcast. You can find more episodes and resources at theretirementoasis.com. Steve Martin and Mel Bond are certified financial planning practitioners at Oasis Wealth Planning Advisors, a registered investment advisory firm headquartered in Nashville, with meeting locations throughout the Southeast, including Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. The opinions given are for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, financial planning, or tax advice. Consult your own professionals for recommendations specific to your situation. Investments involve risk. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. On behalf of the crew at the Retirement Oasis, we thank you for listening.